Hello, it's a day in 2022, and it's question session time, baby! Once again, host number two continues to be out with a baby. That happens, generally, when you have one. You tend to continue to have one. So, I am very pleased to announce that I, host number one, am joined by the illustrious and wonderful OG guest host number three! Thanks for having <sighs> me! Crowd goes wild! <laughs> Welcome to Question Session, everybody. It's going to be a good one. I'm very excited, and I'm very excited to be here with the lovely host number three. Uh, I mentioned it a second ago, but I'm host number one, the one who genuinely forgot that she needed to have an answer to this until right now as she's speaking. So she's hoping if she continues to talk, she'll come up with something and know she hasn't. So I'm just, I'm, what is it, filibustering? I'm filibustering. I'm host oh, number one yes. and I'm filibustering. And I am guest host number three, and I'm the one who just spent a ton of money on medications, but they keep me alive, so I'll take it. Ah, isn't that fun? So isn't it fun. nice? Every month. And it shocks me every time, even though I already know how much it's going to be. It shocks me every time. I love how expensive it is to stay alive in this country. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So, uh, so, before we get started, as per usual, all of the opinions and thoughts and feelings... Although, honestly, if the rest of you aren't disappointed in the amount of money you have to spend to stay alive in this country, I'm disappointed in you. But all the opinions and thoughts and things that we say on this show are ours and ours alone, and don't reflect the opinions of anyone we work with, any organizations we work with, any places we have worked with, any places we volunteer with, any places we've worked or volunteered at in the past or future. And, unfortunately, not host number two either, because she cannot speak for herself here. <laughs> But she can maybe not in agreement when she listens. Yeah. We can reasonably assume, but I don't want to put that on her. So, you know. So, we have a theme on this show where, like, every couple of episodes we talk about the pandemic. But the thing is, it it's still here and it's not going away. And I know everyone really is just like, ooh, if I close my eyes and think really hard, maybe it's not here anymore. But it's still here. Yep, and we're, we're bringing back protocols, like, it's definitely still here. Oh, yeah. Protocols are back, baby. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, the discourse around it a couple of weeks ago was quite concerning, specifically as it pertains to, you know, your friends and family who may or may not be immunocompromised. Uh, a lot of the dialogue around this latest COVID variant, which, by the way, this is like variant number three or four and there's more, so that's fine. Whatever the variant currently is. The discourse around it in the public seems to have shifted to, it's mild, it's fine, if you're vaccinated it's likely going to be mild, and everyone's going to get it, probably. So, eh, and, which... And the people who are dying and not reacting well weren't vaccinated or, you know, they're, they're higher risk, so that's good. Yeah, they only had a couple of comorbidities, so that's fine. What? <laughs> Social media, like with these conversations, I feel like it's blown up just as much as the very initial conversations in March 2020, where they're like, well, it only impacts those who are high risk. And it seems that we've had these varying conversations come up during the pandemic with each variant, but like this one, everybody exploded on all forms of social media. Usually it's just Twitter, but this time I've seen it on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn even. Yeah, which, well, I think wasn't part of what started it was in early January, the director of the CDC kind of stated it, not not in a way like, thumbs up, this is great, but a, a little bit like, oh, well, 75% of the people who died from COVID had four or more comorbidities. 
okay, so we should be concerned about the folks that we, you know, know and don't know who perhaps have those comorbidities, maybe, because it would be nice if they didn't get sick. Yeah, or get, you know, if hospitals are, you know, the other thing that I think people still forget is, you know, hospitals are at past capacity. If you come in with one of those comorbidities, who knows if you're going to get treated or not if they're at full capacity. So even if it's not COVID, who knows? Right. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's eye roll worthy. Yeah. It's eye roll worthy and really upsetting because I've definitely had conversations with people about this where I try to, where it's like, oh, well, you know, and this was admittedly before Omicron got nutso, but it was like, oh, well, for me, the pandemic is over. And it's like, okay, well for you, but what about these, you know, kids who are doing an immunocompromise? It's like, well, what am I supposed to do about it? The bare minimum, my good dude. Yeah, no. The bare minimum. And, you know, and then we wait until when we're putting all these protocols in place, like, you know, some states and cities and, and I know some towns and very rural red states that are even, they're powering through and saying, like, you have to wear masks, you need to be vaccinated Dang. for things. But, like, why do we wait? Why do we take it away? It's working. And they're like, okay, we can take it away, but it's working because it's working yeah. because we have it. And then they wait until it's basically too late to put it back. Right. Well, I've noticed they always wait until it's too late to actually decide whether or not something that should be done is being done. Like, even in the beginning, I know part of it was, well, you know, we need to reserve masks for medical people. But still, they took, a, like, a hot minute. And I know... Obviously, fabric masks are not good compared to other masks, but at that time, but than like, it, it took them a while to even get to that point. Where it's like, oh, uh, yeah, literally use whatever you have because that is better than nothing, and it's good to have. But there was no masks. We don't need masks. It's fine. And people were getting but made then fun people of started using them, and then yeah. it's like, no, they're good. Some, something is better than nothing, and then it's the whole yeah. debate all over again. Or just even, and, you know, we'll touch on it more a little later in this, but just the whole idea of, to your point, oh, cases are going down, not gone. Cases are going down, so let's undo everything. Like, you understand how how that works. That's like that's like if you had an ant infestation or something, and you were like, oh, I'm seeing, I'm, I, you know, you did whatever you did. I'm not going to judge your choices to get rid of them. And you're seeing less. And you're like, oh, great, there's less, so I don't need to deal with it anymore. What do you think is going to happen literally a week later? You're still going to also get a bug bite, even if you have less. Like, you might just get less bug bites, but you're still getting bug bites. And then they're going to follow their little trails and keep on coming. Yeah, and it's just, then then there's going to be a lot more ants in your house. And maybe that wasn't the best (laughs) example to use, but I was was trying. But it's a different (laughs) example than we hear. We've heard the same examples for the past, you know, we're going on year three. So, like, carrying a different example is nice. Yeah. Well, and also, we, you know, we don't necessarily know enough about the, what's the, uh, I'm going to say reinfectious rate, reinfectability. That's my word. The reinfectability of, like, if you've had... Omicron or whatever else, the old thought was, yeah, you're probably okay for a couple of months, but they're not so sure with this one, especially considering its sister variant is down the street now. Yeah, and you don't know what long COVID could look like or what's going to come down the line a year or two later, even if you didn't even notice you had it and you tested positive. But like, we we don't know what we don't know still. And I think that's... Right. Well, and then what's also... It's getting worse and worse for kids because I know initially there was a lot of discourse around like, oh, it's pretty mild for kids, which obviously in, an, in a vacuum is good. 
but I read some article, and I know me reading articles unheard of on this show, but I read some article that was saying the hospitalization rate among children with COVID-19, at least as of early January, surpassed what they saw during Delta. It's the highest reported during the pandemic. Kids are getting really sick, and these are kids who, you know, can't aren't eligible maybe for the vaccine yet so again if if you won't give a damn for adults you're telling thought, me you really you won't give a damn for kids and i thought we were like supposed I to do that because isn't it children and women first i don't yeah like i not, hate to i don't <laughs> i don't like doing that but that doesn't even work no and then you know the other and i've read some articles that come up i've been trying not to read as much as i did in the early COVID days because that was anxiety inducing but yeah caregivers and parents of those of under five are like at their wits end yeah like they're you know they, they the extra time off of work is now gone and so like if they get infected because you know the kids got infected and they have to keep their kid home they're just out of luck yeah well and then i mean let alone the whole situation in schools where it's a double whammy you've got kids i mean less so when they're older but i don't know daycares kindergartens those kind of things you've got kids going there and certainly when they're really really young they're not wearing masks and you're putting or the educators coming off and it, you right know, i mean i don't expect a one-year-old or a three-year-olds to keep a mask on for more than two seconds because they're three and the first thing they're gonna do is rip it off but it's just you know it's uh it's pretty fun such fun time fun. such fun time it's fun and what i also love is just the whole because i've i've heard where people will get it and it's mild quote unquote thank goodness in the context of obviously i'd rather them have a mild case quote unquote than like be in the hospital but the response is oh well you know at least it's just mild so i could deal with it we don't, first of all, the definition of, like, when I think mild, I think, oh, I have some allergies, or oh, I have the sniffles, or oh, I have a little bit of a sore throat over a couple of days. Mild COVID is, cannot, can be pretty intense. No, and I, and I also feel like when the medical and science community defines mild, I think we're all kind of forgetting what that means, especially in the context of, oh, well, it's not as bad as the other option, so that's mild, even though, like, our definition of mild probably was very, you know, when somebody gets the sniffles, I mean, I freak out, but now, you know, like, now in my mind, I'm like, well, that wouldn't be so right. bad, our definition yeah. shifting with time. Right. Or, like, I, I heard the other week anecdotally of someone who heard that their friend had mild COVID but had a fever for three or four days. And that's not mild. You go to the hospital if you have a fever for three or four days. But again, to your point, now everyone's like, well, <laughs> I guess if I- Still coming to work. Like that, those conversations are happening to like, I had a, I have a friend who her boyfriend got it from his job and he they, like basically they all got it because they didn't want of them course. to do masks. And he's like, you can come in. And then, you know, she ends up with it and she had quote-unquote mild but afterwards when she tried to do yoga her heart rate just went through the roof her smartwatch was yelling at her to stop what she was doing because that's the other thing they're talking about that there's all kinds of weird cardiac pulmonary effects and digestive people who've too had, and that's been big yeah. with kids after you've had covid like coat you're no longer infectious you no longer test positive i'm hearing again anecdotally on the internet but i'm hearing it enough that i certainly assume it's true perfectly healthy 20 and 30 year olds getting strokes blood clots who didn't have let alone again going back to like heaven forbid you actually have a heart condition going into this yeah but we've discussed that nobody really cares but people who are totally healthy have 
they are now, part, you know, part of the high risk that people with disabilities and, you know, immunocompromised and chronic illnesses, like, they are now yeah. finding themselves all of a sudden on, you know, a different side of where they thought they've been. And that's also yeah. a whole huge mind shift. And then even within those communities, there's this thing. It's like, well, I'm not as bad. I'm not as immunocompromised as somebody else, so I'm fine. So then it still filters within that same community that's yeah. high risk. Which is also, how sad is it that, I mean, people within that group don't necessarily want to protect other people. Whether or not they are that thought that, like, well, I'm fine, so I'm going to go do all this stuff that everyone else who may be put in actual danger, whether or not, because I probably will too, but even if I don't think so, like, everyone else be damned because I'm fine, whether or not you are. But, like, I'm fine and everyone else can deal with it. Yeah, it's... <laughs> And then I was I was reading something else about how it might cause neurological damage because again now COVID is all it's a heart disease it's a brain disease well because I I didn't hadn't thought about it this way because I don't try not to your point I try not to think about it too much but like when you lose your taste of your sense of taste that's something's messed up in the connections to your brain something is something's not quite working there yeah and then and if so if you think about it something in your body the, is not working correctly like sometimes other parts of your body have to make up for it more or can get damaged over time because of that other thing so even if it wasn't the direct cause it can happen later on yeah so it's just so it also makes me really nervous to hear a lot of the talk about it being oh it's mild you'll kind of have it and be done but it's like we don't let alone long covid because like long covid is still a thing there is still a risk with anyone who gets sick that you're going to be stuck with long covid which is, you know you have long COVID, let alone these other things where they'll pop up when you least expect it. Have fun. Yeah, no, I, I haven't read it right yet, but it popped up, my, up on my phone, I think, like last night. But it's the NPR, you know, title of, you know, the mindset of everyone will get COVID, um, especially this very minute, because overlooking millions of, you know, compromised people. Um, yeah. It's like it's kind of being discussed, but is anyone listening to that? No. Yeah, well, and I think it's compounded because we've always had a problem with, even within people who are vaccinated, and I think generally speaking, kind of do the right thing, generally speaking, even within those groups, I feel like there's still that feeling where if you don't know, if you don't know someone who's a medical professional, or you haven't worked at a hospital, if you don't know someone who's a teacher, and if you're not a teacher, and if you don't know someone personally, who has gotten very, very seriously ill with COVID. Like, yeah, you know COVID's a thing, but you just don't, it's just not a big deal and you just don't care. And it just goes back to the complete lack of empathy that so many the people have. Like you can mindset. Yeah, you can't comprehend that there's like other people besides yourself who- Well, then I, I also really love, you know, those people who maybe have those connections and then they use that one anecdote of that, you know, it worked out for this person, so it's it, it can work out for everybody else when it's not the norm. Like, you know, well, I know a teacher who got it and spread it to her whole family, and everybody's fine. So, like, it's fine. That's one example that is not the norm, but they'll, they'll hold on to that one, you know, little bit and yeah, run with it. Uh, the, the thing in psychology where you just look for stuff that supports your arguments. Yeah, I, I can't, don't I, I, I can't <laughs> think of it. My teachers are probably rolling, would be rolling their eyes right now. Uh, 
I mean, yeah, I've forgotten pretty much everything I learned in school, so I'm just unabashedly going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I but, can talk about it. I can't tell you what the, this is also the story of my life, though, with most things. I can totally talk about it. Do I remember the name of it? No. Same yeah. with people. I can remember every detail you told me. I will probably not remember your name, though, but I'll remember everything yeah. else. Or that's like, I'm de I consider, despite how I sound on this podcast, I'm pretty good with grammar writing, but don't ask me why it's wrong. I can just tell, I'll tell you that it's wrong, but I don't know why. The past participle claw, I don't know. I don't know. Half of my answer right. is my dad would interrupt me and tell me it's wrong, so I, I, I don't know the reasoning. I just know that it would be like, no, 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 may not can. That was the biggest one that's like drilled <laughs> into me. And does you, you know, does you know him and me or him and I, which one sounds correct? So I'm just like, my dad said it. Yeah, or the classic, can I go to the bathroom? I don't know. Can you? <laughs> oh man. Total sidetrack, but I guess going back to the cherry picking and people not caring and the whole like now that it's kind of starting to get better. Like, and also when I say it's starting to get better, hospitalization rates are still super high. It's better than it was before. And I think people also hear that and go, oh, it's better. It's like, no, no, no. If I, you know, uh, I don't know. If my house flooded and I told you, oh, well, like 80% of my house was flooded, but today some of the water drained out, so only 50% of my house. You'd be like, oh, that's great. No, no, no. The house is still seriously yeah, flooded like, and it's still, bad. You know, the, the core of your walls, the stuff you can't see, and kind of the same with COVID. You, you know, until you get yeah. that dehumidifier and you open up that wall, you don't know. The next time it rains, it's going to get bad again. If you don't do the things, if you don't continue to do the things to, like, prevent it from happening more... Yep, and now it's, yeah. you know, the at-home COVID test, the reporting's going to be... Oh, Because yeah. some people have been saying, like, well, I have nowhere to report my positive results to, so we're going to lose all those numbers. Yeah, well, and then you... Uh, I'm... Tangents. To, well, no, no, there I guess it makes you also worry, are there people who are testing... You hope that most are not, but are there people who are testing positive in their homes, but then because they feel fine... Go, like, I mean, we know they are. Sadly, yeah. there's some that are. Yeah. So that's also upsetting. It's one. Listen, it's one thing if you can go outside and take a walk and not be around other people, and you're wearing a mask. Yeah, right. But no, don't go to things or go into places or go see other people or or get on a yeah, plane. Yeah. So like, oh yeah. I saw Did like see the same the Twitter post? thing. Oh or, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Where it's like <laughs> the person can see them texting. I left early because I have COVID. Shh. I would literally have just like self-destructed. I would have just imploded on myself and died on. The I don't think I would have been able to keep my thoughts to myself. That that's one thing this pandemic has got. Like I, uh, uh, I'm saying it. Yeah, it's it's becoming easier. I mean, certainly as in regards to, like, all the point about since it's all going down and people are like, oh, everything's fine now. I am certainly feeling more comfortable being like, um, hey, actually, no, it's not. Things aren't actually fine now. It's still pretty bad and you're going to make things worse by making these dumb decisions. Yeah, all over again. And, you know, and then, you know, at government levels are making dumb decisions. And I'm having such a hard time with them saying, the Supreme Court basically saying, oh, well, you can't force people to, you know, get vaccinated and or get tested all the time. But like, no, you can force somebody to have an abortion. And I'm just like, how, how is this the same my body, my choice. How does how does this how does this work? So like when we have the government also saying, "Well, it's, it's fine. Like we want to get back to work. We want the stock market to be good." Then nothing else is going to follow. They just want to you know they just want the economy to you know be what it is for the upper class. Yeah. Well, I mean something something capitalism. They don't care how many people have to die if the stock markets are good because they're not going to die. 
they'll be fine even if they get COVID. as we can attest from a certain someone even if you were if you have enough well if you pretend to have enough money and are in a decent high enough government position you're not nothing's gonna happen to you no and also you know those people are probably staying home even if they're telling everybody else to go back to work and do their normal things they're living in their big old houses yeah. with their bowling alleys living their life yeah. socially distanced by virtue of living in a house that is 300,000 square feet yeah so that's yeah i've noticed there's already started to be so again as we said offices were closed then offices opened and then there was a new variant and then offices closed like again where we have if we had just condensed this chances are we would have had probably less variants or there would have been less sort of accordion open close open close open no, close and if open we had, close, and if we had close. tried to close it before the holidays i feel like it would be a, would have been because like they were like the numbers would go up on the holidays well like the numbers were already skyrocketing up before the and holidays everybody so, went home to their families yeah and like yeah. i know people who like work in hospitals who do administrative work that have been required to go in and they didn't get told to stay home until their, you know, C-level sweet person got COVID. And he's like, oh, we should probably stay home for a few weeks after the holidays. I got COVID. Yeah, again, like, no concept. It's not a thing. It's not a problem that I have to concern myself with until I'm suddenly personally affected. Because I can't po- No, I haven't gotten COVID yet. So it's fine. Everything I'm doing is fine if I'm wearing a bandana and, you know, under my nose. I've been fine. No, and I- I've gotten I, my vaccines. Yeah, I, you know, and I- I thought, I, you know, I, I might get boosted now. Like, that's going to, we're relying on everybody to get that third shot and then that fourth and that fifth shot. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, unless, yeah. unless your company requires it, like, you know, the flu shot, it, it's not happening. But then they're saying we don't yeah. really have to require it. But I was like, we re we've required every other vaccine for most, you know, for schools, for college, for yeah. big corporate it's jobs. It's now, now it is 100% a political thing. And so everyone's going to be wishy-washy waffly on it because nobody wants to actually say anything. No, and then like, and I was kind of, I'm going all over the place. It's, it's been a long this January. This, listen, it's been a long listen, January. It has been a long January. I'm burnt out and it's January what? It's the 97th day of January. <laughs> it's, it's, the calendar says the 27th. The calendar is incorrect. No, and I feel like this happens every year and I'm always shocked. And I just need to, I, I do remember, I consider January my test month. You know, like the real oh, year no. starts in February. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But okay. I always forget how long it is. Where I'm like, it never ends. Well, and you know, most variants tend to develop in immunocompromised people. So when we're what? getting... <laughs> told our lives don't matter for the umpteenth time this pandemic we are then also going to get blamed yeah um like some state you know some governors were trying to blame people people you know who are older and people with disabilities for the reasons that teachers weren't getting vaccinated it was our fault so i'm like i'm already seeing the finger pointing let's blame the disabled people like we always do we don't really care if they lived or died but they're the reason why it's so bad it's their fault jesus let's say get let's get vaccinated for them you know as a way to push it but then not in the end not really do what we need to do yeah so and that's what's wild i like i think it's crazy that again like just total lack of what's been going on for the past two plus years there's i've already seen it personally and certainly we've seen it with schools this push to like be in person be back in person without masks safe to be back in person 
without masks, by the way. Oh, it's fine. It's done now without masks. And and like also, what do, what the hell do you do if you're you know? Because like you don't you're not morally obligated to report that you're an immunocompromised person when you apply for a job. So what the hell do you do? So I have to like I feel like I have to disclose my medical history loosely to like my employer in order to you know explain why I'm not comfortable going in or whatever and then to your point are they now thinking in the back you know is uh, there gonna, like they're, a, they're, a, they're gonna be expensive and they're gonna be more expensive and they're not gonna come right. to the office and when so, I want them to so it's 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 a awful catch-22 or the opposite of a catch-22 because you're stuck well, and then you have yeah, people, and then, and, you know, and I just, I, I do feel grateful that I'm at a job where I can do my work remote. There are so many people who are immunocompromised or like they have people high risk in their lives even that have to be in person and they're battling these people who refuse to wear a mask. And yep. it's just like they don't even have a choice to, to not go in. There are, you know, our frontline workers saving the day, getting treated like crap, even though getting they were paid dirt and being the treated saviors like crap. of the pandemic. But like, you know, and I know, you know, I know a lot of nurses who are immunocompromised. It's kind of why they went into it because they lived healthcare and loved their providers and they wanted to do the same thing. They're getting spit at and getting told they don't yeah. need PPE or, oh, you have COVID, come in. It's okay. Well, like, again, it's everyone's taught, like, it was very, it was, what is it, uh, the, the, the care du jour was to be like, oh, we support our healthcare workers, and we're with our teachers, all clap. we understand, now we're tired of it, but, like, that was, we did our, we did our performatory, like, the signs outside, but now go back to we work and deal with our bullshit. kind of stay home for two weeks, but not really Yeah, we're, we're, t we would go do, go, Go, just go. I'm tired. Why are you complaining? What do you go back? Go back into your cesspool of infected children with poor spacing and poor ventilation. And listen, good luck getting idiot teenagers. No offense to teenagers, but offense to teenagers to like wear masks properly when they are also and have, pro and have of, proper hygiene. Yeah, because you don't think you've got those teenagers who think they're gods, or again, it hasn't happened to them personally. Yeah, like in, in young adults too. Like you know, even if you are higher you know, and you're a young adult. <laughs> or a teenager, nothing bad can happen to me. I'm fine. I live in, you know, the 21st century where there are all these medical endeavors that can save me. Yeah. Maybe. But then you have to listen to people being like, I don't want to be forced to get a vaccine because I've like, I don't want it to be a mandatory part of my work because I don't think that that should determine whether my like whole life's work gets, you know, flushed down the toilet because I can't work it. I don't cry me a fucking river. <laughs> no, and it, 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 mind blown. I just, and it's, you know, and sometimes I want to scream, like, everybody's like, I'm tired of the pandemic, I won't be over, and I'm like, for someone who's you not taking it fully seriously, I kind of want to be like, you're tired? I, like, have stopped my life, and then, you know, people who are high risk are being told, well, like, we can all go back to normal, but y'all can just stay home. It's unreal. And then what's going to happen? We're not the only ones to have predicted this, but there's going to be a new variant, a new, and there already is. There's like, what, Omicron BA2. They're getting more creative with numbers and letters because, we're, you know, we're they're running run out, out of the alphabet. We're going to run out of the Greek alphabet for sure. And then what's going to happen is everyone's going to get sick, and then they're going to close the office, and then they're going to be like, well, everyone got sick, and now it's no probably okay, and then they're going to go back, and then there's going to be another variant, or they'll just get sick with the same one. Because, again, our point that we don't know yet about re like reinfections with this variant and then when everyone's over continues to overload the hot and like also you know though honestly those medical professionals that can leave 
Like, I think a lot of them, and not, not, not all can, looking past that, I mean, you have a lot of people where they don't have the luxury to just quit a job. You have a lot of people who obviously are like really devoted to their job, but people, there's, it's under, they're also understaffed. And they were, under, they were understaffed and under-resourced teachers too before this even started. And so now we're yeah. like adding to this. I know teachers who are like, they're out of sick days. They basically have to pay for a substitute to come in if they get COVID and because they're symptomatic, they can't come in. But they have but to it's pay okay. for it. But after five days, you can, regardless of whether you're infectious. <laughs> I will say the one sick highlight has been the number of CDC says memes. Especially it's the sad. ones where it's like it changes like, you know, every other day. Yeah, but I like the CDC now recommends insert here. It's, it's, it's sad, but I got to get a little bit of joy somewhere. And that's where I've been getting it. Oh, yeah. No, there's like, there, I, I saw one that was like, you know, make, make, make your, make your man get the good wine. Like, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not a wine person, but like, I can get on board with this. Uh, the CDC recommends, please let me snooze for five more. You can snooze for five more, just five more minutes. CDC recommends adopting, you know, another cat or another dog. Yeah. <laughs> the CDC recommends ice cream on a Tuesday is totally okay for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, yeah. Just make sure you do a different type of ice cream to get all your nutrients. It, well, yeah. I mean, you know, you get your peppermint, you got your black raspberry fruit. The pistachio or one. Yeah. Got the yep. nuts. From protein. <laughs> Perfect. Also. I'm not sure there's like some weird fancy ice cream that'll cover the rest of it. The avocado ice cream, like vegan ice cream, then you got your your healthy fats and your vegetables. The sorbet. Yeah, so like, listen, yogurt, it's, you can get CDC it recommends, therefore it must be fine. So I guess in conclusion, it just feels like we're going on a on a You're going in circles, but a, everybody's pretending you yeah. didn't. You know, we're on the hamster yeah. wheel, not going anywhere. And they're like, oh well that no, no no the gaslighting just gets me. Yeah. Well, and then that's that's the thing. You feel like you have to find people, like you and me, or like the two other people in your circles. I'm so glad I have them. Been, who are just no, yeah, so good to talk to you because it feels like being gaslit. Like that has been said to me by other people because you just feel like everyone's like, no, it's fine. What are you worried about? It's mild. Everything's fine. It's like no, it's not. It's not. It's not. No, and you know the other thing I kept hearing from people like well everybody's gonna get it but then like when they test positive basically they're freaking out and i was like okay but you were just, just like say, everything's everybody's gonna get it it's fine yeah. no you know it's scary like you know at the end of the day this is a scary thing we don't know anything about and because yeah. we're not taking it seriously it keeps changing and it's again like dismissing it goes back to the fundamental you're dismissing other people's worries it you should also be worried about it, but it's generally bad form as a person and certainly as a friend or someone who you know to dismiss someone's worries. Whether or not you think it's important, going, oh, well, yeah, that's not, that's not a really great way to deal with that. That's not a great person to have in your life. It has helped no. me be like, all right, you can not be in my life anymore. You can go away now. Yeah, and to your point, I've definitely gotten more confident on platforms outside of this podcast being like hey so no hey so this is a bad idea hey so i'm not gonna go in right now or like i'm in the laundry room and it's, it's always a white man it really almost <laughs> always is a white man i'm like can you put your mask on and then in, in the, the, like, like one person got huffy with me and i was like it literally says it on the door that you have to wear a mask in here and what i just and again uh, one more i love the places where they have mask mandates and i know private businesses don't always have if you're not it's, it's not a public business but 
But like the ones that have mass mandates, but then everyone's eating in the kitchen together or everyone's sitting in a conference room with their masks off. No, no, no. I don't think you understand. It's not like some magical thing where wearing a mask for 10 minutes protects you for the rest of the day. Or if you wear a mask for most of the day, the one time you take it off means you're not going to get sick. Like, I don't know how to explain this to you. <laughs> now, like, I miss eating in restaurants. I hate cooking. I've dipped my toes in, but, like, I'm going at 3 p.m. when no one else is there. Yeah. And, and honestly, outside. and it's hard. Well, and it's harder now that, the you know, where we live, the winter be here. So even places, like, it was better because a lot of places had outdoor options. And it's just, unless you've got, you know, and some places have the, like, heat lamp oh, yeah. thingies. Oh, but the ones that couldn't afford, I remember, wasn't it in 2020 or 2020 where we're like, nobody could buy them because they were all sold out because every and then they were restaurant like, you know, was up, buying. You know, upping the prices of it because of demand. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. We have fun here. We've talked about this in the podcast 17,000 times. Apparently, we're going to talk about it 17,000 more. But listen, if, if I'm going to catch about it with anyone, it's a delight to catch about it with you, host number three. Yes, thank you so much. And it's just so, like, and, you know, it's just a nice reminder that I'm not the only one going, y'all, we need to take this seriously. No, and I, I definitely have friends who, gracious friends, thank you all so much, who listen to this podcast and will be like, yes, that thing you said, yes. So there's at least three other people. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. We need to set. We need to get more people, you know, in some of the southern rural areas because they're they're lucky if they can find one other. Yeah, you need like a network, like a uh, well, I don't want to call it a Facebook. Uh, a some we can do a pun on gaslighting. We can do a pun on gaslighting and make like a. It will come. To, been... It will come to me tomorrow. Perfect. Uh, well, uh, we can wrap. <sighs> We can we can wrap up, but it's still going on. But wrap up the current discussion of the topic. Uh, as we've as we've said before, and I'm gonna like tweak it a little bit. Normally we're like wear your mask and get boosted and be kind to one another. But like I'm gonna say like wear your good mask because now you can get wear a well fitted surgical mask or a KN94, or KN95, or an N95. They're available Wait, everywhere. Layer it up like my you know, and I I did I get my I do get my hair cut occasionally. It's like my joy. Uh, <laughs> be like my hairdresser and have the the KN95, then their cloth mask. Like, I got all yeah. these fabric masks. I want to I wear them. Then a bandana and then a face shield. And I'm like, oh, heck you yeah. are my BFF and this layer, is where I go to Layer you. it up. And <laughs> with an air purifier at every station. I'm like, thank you. Nice. Nice. Layer it up, and y'all. Like, you know, win windows open if you can't, like, air circulation to whatever extent you can do it. Get fucking boosted. We're going to have to, we're going to fight that. And then get boosted and also, in five more months again. So don't forget that. Y'all put it in your calendar. People, people who have allergies have to get allergy shots every month. Like, grow up. You'll be fine. You know, people with diabetes have to take, you know, three to ten shots a day to stay alive. And Yeah, so you can handle this once every few months. You'll be fine. And uh, when we say be kind to one another, we mean not just people that you know personally or not just people that agree with you or not just people that, like, nod and smile and do the terrible ideas that you have. But also consider being kind to the people who you don't know personally or who you may know personally, who may be affected more by more by this than you think you are. Especially frontline um, service workers. You might, especially like my, I, I try to, if I see someone being rude in front of me, I try to be the cheeriest, bubbly. It's like, you know, Disney person's version of myself yeah. and I'm usually the Disney villain. So I just like, <laughs> for that one moment, I'll switch it up for them. Yeah, just consider when you're about to like bitch at somebody for whatever reason, just stop for a minute and consider, do I know this person? 
And perhaps should I consider that maybe they're a human and I should treat them with just like just a little bit, just a little bit of respect, just like a little squidgy of respect. Even those who are, you know, maybe calling you sheep or not putting their mask on. When I get called a sheep sometimes, I just go, oh, thank you. I'm going to continue to wear my mask. And I, you know, and then I like at least try to smile off my eyes or give a thumbs up and then they just don't know what to do with themselves. Right. Because they they want to elicit a reaction and that's not the one they want. But uh, yeah, because the more, like, listen, overall, the nastier and ruder we are, the worst place overall this is going to be to live in. And that applies to being rude to people at checkouts and being rude to people in hospital settings. But the more selfish and rude you are uh, in the context of this pandemic, I know you think we're done, but I, I swear to we're not going to be done anytime soon if you keep this shit up. And it's exhausting to keep up that mentality, too. Yeah. And those of us that have been, like, trying our best and apparently being gaslit on a daily basis now because everyone's just decided it's done lord knows i wish i could just decide things were done and then have them be done my life would be way easier it would get better it's the group it's the group the i'm sure like we've always the group project thing i'm like it's the flashback of the group Ooh, project yeah. where it's like the ones who do nothing mm, yep group project. can you all stop being the worst people in the group project yeah that's our ask to you don't be the worst people in a group project at least be the one who shows up you yeah, might not like do bare, anything extra, but, like, show up. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. So, with that, we bid all you lovely listeners and snakes who I haven't called out yet in this episode, love you too, mwah, mwah adieu, and we will see you again in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye! Bye!